You're listening to the Cup of Joe Morning Show podcast, hosted by Joe Hunter on the Sound of Life at soundoflife.org. I just realized you may not have heard about the shoe opportunity, shoe salesman or salesperson opportunity that was given uh, from a shoe company in Utah one time, gave a salesman a new opportunity. He sent him, believe it or not, to a city in Africa. He was very excited to go. But within a week of being there, he called his boss. He said, I got to come back home. He said, it's a complete waste of time. Why? Nobody here wears shoes. <laughs> what are you talking about? So he sent him back home, right? After a while, the boss got another salesperson to send to the same spot. And within a week, the new salesperson called all excited and said, this is amazing. Send more shoes. Send more salespeople. No one here wears shoes. <laughs> they observed exactly the same thing, but saw things differently, didn't they? We choose how we look at things in life so many times, Amen. right? Yeah. Amen. The Cup of Joe Morning Show with Joe Hunter. He'll put a smile on your face no matter what side of the bed you got up on. Well, I tell you, an expert is a testimony from Brian Bullock. And I was thinking, you know what? You may have a troubled, as it put that in quotations, noisy quotation, whatever it is, special. Yeah. You know, do you think of that child? You're you're a teacher, you know, a youth group working in church and stuff. We've all got that child that's like, you know, you're kind of like, well, Lord, I can't just, you know, change him, take him out, whatever. Okay. This will change the way you see that situation. I had a kid in my youth group named Tyler. Every week, I used to pray that Tyler wouldn't come back to church. When we would be singing, Tyler's going to talk. <laughs> He's the loudest person just talking on his phone. He would pick up a phone. And so we threw this event one year. I said, Tyler, today I'm going to make you a junior counselor. And what I did was I gave him a walkie talkie. And I said, you are now a junior counselor. He was so excited, like, are you serious? You're gonna give me a walkie? He got so much identity being a junior counselor that for the first time he heard me preach and he gave his life to God that night and got saved. What I didn't know was that Tyler was the most popular kid in the biggest high school in our city. And when he got saved, he evangelized that entire school. And that group of 15 turned into a group of three to 400. Why? Because what I thought was a problem was really a platform that God was trying to use to reveal himself. I'm getting ready to blow up something in your life. A great way to start your day. The Cup of Joe Morning Show. Oh, you look like a man who could use more coffee. The Sound of Life. So look in the history books. Don't <laughs> you love that? I hated history when I was in school. I really did. Maybe it was just taught dry. I don't know. But it's the most fascinating thing. We all should know that. Well, today in 1859, the most famous phrase probably and the opening line certainly to any novel was published. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. You know who Dissett wrote that out? Charles Dickens did in A Tale of Two Cities. Of course, uh, it was before that. Maybe the, the Christmas Carol that he wrote inspired him to write that. I understand when he wrote A Christmas Carol, he wasn't doing all that well. That was in 1843, a few years before that. He did it in six weeks. I think it was inspired. Obviously, that's something can't prove. You know, he didn't necessarily say that. 
but to write something that's that powerful that was really spiritual. Now, it's interesting you should know because in this era, telling ghost stories around Christmas time was a popular thing to do. So he took that idea of the ghost stories, right? And he made it into a thing. A no, it's called the novella, I believe. It's not, you know, it's not a novel, but it's not, a, it's not kind of like a short story. Play. Good. So he called it a Christmas carol, which I always thought was absolute genius. How many people would pick up that book and then read the opening lines? Old Molly was dead. Make no mistake about that. It was dead as a doornail. And this must be perfectly understood if anything wonderful is to come of this story I'm about to tell you. And of course, the whole story, if you see it, you know, as a Christian, you probably see, oh, I see. That's a redemptive story. Absolutely. Where can a man, I love, don't you love the part where he's in the cemetery wiping the snow off of his own gravestone with his name on it? You got to admit, I, I see that a hundred times. I still get chills. That, that would chill anybody. It really would. And then, of course, he says, "Is are these the things that will be or the things that may be? Wow. The Cup of Joe Morning Show with Joe Hunter. He is that morning person. Crystal made a decision not to call, not to answer an unknown number. Can't blame me for that. She got a call. She posted this. And she said, I didn't recognize I didn't answer it. There was a voicemail from an older woman saying she just wanted to show, quote, the two of you how much I appreciate everything you do. But I'll chase you down anyway. Thank you again, honey. And she called her back to let her know that she had mistakenly got her message. She was so incredibly grateful. She said, you have a minute? <laughs> People say, must have been down south. That's all I know. She said, of course. I said, sure. She explained how her young adult grandsons were all in town. And they. she loves fruitcake. They went hunting at several places. Turns out they actually went to five shops before they found her a fruitcake. Some people like it. She was so overwhelmed that these three big guys would do this. So her message was to thank each one. As she was so overwhelmed that this meant so much to them. She said, I did my good deed for the day. When actually, it was her sweet words and warmth that touched my heart, said Crystal. So, Marie and I ended up chatting more. I said, I got an amazing recipe for fruitcake cookies. She'd never heard of such a thing. So, I'll be personally delivering the recipe to her. And then she's digging up her recipe to give me for French toast. I want it. Oh, I'm sorry. It's French toast casserole. I have no idea what that is. But this is from a lady in her retirement center. Marie, did we just become best friends all from a wrong phone call? Reaching the heart of the Northeast, the sound of life. Thomas Jefferson has a very famous quote. And we, we take it to heart. We really have. He said, and I quote, I'm a greater believer in luck. And I find the harder I work, the more I have of it. And so we just stay busy, 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 busy. We're just getting more and more. It's true, isn't it? You nod your head. Yep, absolutely. You find yourself, if you think about it, it is a virtue to be constantly busy. How do you, you want somebody to do something? Get somebody that's really busy because they do stuff. That's why they're really busy. 
It's not necessarily bad, but here's the thing. Dr. Weinstein, Brooke Weinstein, said, I wish more people knew regulating the nervous system is about stillness. Now, I have no idea where she stands spiritually. I have no idea. I mean, I really don't. Laying in the grass, being present while eating your food. <laughs> Listening to the sounds of nature, letting your imagination run wild. When's the last time you just stopped? Look at the clouds. You know, those big puffy kind that go and seeing things and just taking in deep breaths and listening for things. It's true. Letting your imagination run, right? And as I said before, what did Jesus say? He said, sure, yeah, I've got a yoke for you. That means work. I've got work to do. There's no two ways about it. What's the first thing he said? Because a yoke is a burdensome thing. You know, I mean, that, 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 the picture of having that work put on me like a, a yoke put on an animal, that doesn't paint a very good picture. But he said, my yoke is easy. Take it, okay? Take it easy. Relax. Rest. Got troubles? Bring them to me. Why would you bring them to me? Because I've overcome the world. Your morning dose of encouragement. The Cup of Joe Morning Show on The Sound of Life. So uh, Max was uh, one of Uzbekistan's 100 most wanted criminals. What was he accused of? Of being a terrorist? He was accused of being a terrorist. You know what he did? He planted an underground church in Uzbekistan. And he became one of the 100 most wanted criminals because of that bold witness for Jesus Christ. He fled to Kakistan, where he was abducted by Uzbek and Kazakh authorities. I'm getting all this from Voice of the Martyrs. I'm not, you know, not a news article that you're going to see in a paper or anything, but this is from Voice of the Martyrs. I highly recommend you follow them on Instagram or whatever. He was abducted throughout his months of imprisonment. A Bible smuggled in and out of his cell provided strength and comfort. Imagine the risk. Wow. Today, Max and his family have been granted asylum in Sweden and have since gained citizenship. Wow. He leads Bible studies and proclaims the gospel in multi-ethnic Muslim community in Sweden. Amen. Yeah, Amen. baby. Amen. Wow, that's something. You've been listening to the Cup of Joe Morning Show podcast on the sound of life. The Hudson Valley's 100% listener-funded Christian radio station. For more information on upcoming events, contests, to ask for prayer, and to become a member of the Sound of Life family by supporting the station, visit us at soundoflife.org.